today we're going to take a just a little bit of a break from 2 Corinthians and we're going to be in the gospel according to Matthew chapter 27. So if you have your Bibles, uh, if you could turn with me there, I'm going to pray and we're just going to handle today's devotion a little bit differently. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for your son and thank you God for his willingness to to be crucified in our place and to bear the punishment that we deserved for our sins. Help us Help us, God, to see, help us to receive in a deeper way than ever before the significance of his sacrifice for us and, and that we would really truly see not just the cost, but the power and the glory that comes from it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today is Good Friday, and uh, if you are in Las Vegas, it's for sure our prayer that you'll be able to join us um, as we... Just consider this amazing thing that Jesus did for us. You know, Good Friday, what a what a, a statement, you know, that phrase is. And because I think if you were just to look at what we're commem- commemorating on this day, it would be easy for someone to say, well, what's good about that? You know, what's good about um, a, a man being victimized, a righteous man who did nothing wrong, being treated like a criminal? What's good with, what's what could be good about uh, this rabbi, this teacher, you know, the son of God being put to death in such a, a horrendous way in such a, in such a, um, you know, that he was despised and rejected and um, considered to be nothing. What, what could be good from that? And if you put your faith in Jesus, you know you know that we call this Good Friday for a reason, because God is good, and because we've experienced the goodness of God through the sacrifice that Jesus made. You know, there is, there is this is the epicenter, this is the center of the intersection for us. Everything in our life or is oriented around the crucifixion of Jesus, and, and um, our experience of God, the ability to be adopted into the family of God. There are so many reasons that that this day is good for us. And what we're going to do today is we're going to read the story of the crucifixion. And um, and then I really want to encourage you today. I'm not going to make a commentary on these words that we read from Scripture. Um, I'm going to encourage you just to spend some time praying and reflecting on these words and really asking the Holy Spirit not only to to enlighten your eyes of understanding in this most beautiful display of the love of God for us, um, but then also to lead you to uh, a deeper experience, a deeper walk with Christ, because for sure he's worthy of that. So today we're in Matthew chapter 27. And I'm going to begin in verse 27. The Bible says, Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison around him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. When they twisted a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to be crucified. Now as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. 
him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they'd come to a place called Golgotha, that is to say, place of a skull, they gave him sour wine mingled with gall to drink. But when he had tasted it, he would not drink. Then they crucified him and divided his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Sitting down, they kept watch over him there, and they put up over his head the accusation written against him. This is the king of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and the other on the left. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you're the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests also mocking with the scribes and elders said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he is the King of Israel, let him come down now from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. Even the robbers who were crucified with him reviled him with the same thing. Now the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood there, when they heard that said, this man is calling for Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and offered it to him to drink. The rest said, let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and the earth quaked and the rocks were split and the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the grave after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. Now when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that happened, they feared greatly saying, truly this was the son of God. And many women who followed Jesus from Galilee ministered to him, were looking, from on, were looking on from afar, among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. Pray that you have a blessed time just reflecting on the goodness of God.